Hi, everybody. Jimmy Young here. I'm so glad that you could take a few moments to join us as we take a look at the book. The subject today, Satan, Demons, and the End Times. That's the title, by the way, of a five-hour audio series on CD that I have published so that you can better understand the satanic activities in the end times. This is a must-study. You know, at the time of the first coming of Jesus Christ, there was much demonic satanic activity that took place. And at the second coming of Christ, that will be the case as well. Leading up to the rapture of the church, we'll see much satanic activity, demons, and they will all be associated with the end-time scenario that can be found in Bible prophecy. You need to join us in our study, Satan's Demonic Deception. This is the fourth of the five-part series on Satan, demons, and the end times. Let's study together, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy. Right now, Satan's demonic deception. And then notice in verse 20, after he has taken care of that, he visits with Daniel. He tells him what's going to happen. Look at verse 20. Then saith he, Knowest thou wherefore I come unto thee, and now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia? And when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Greece shall come. The prince of Greece. You want a proof text on that? It's Daniel chapter 11, where it prophesies the coming of Antiochus Epiphanes. One of the Greek leaders, after the death of Alexander the Great, 32 years of age, dying of syphilis, and a drunkard in the city of Babylon. His kingdom is divided into four parts, north, south, east, and west. Antiochus the Great comes to power. He's one of the leaders. He actually is the father of Antiochus Epiphanes. One of his sons comes to power, and Antiochus Epiphanes moves into power. He's Antiochus the madman. He's the one that comes into Jerusalem, walks into the temple, takes a pig, takes his dagger out, slits the belly of the pig open, throws his innards on the altar, makes a statement after he puts up a statue of Zeus in the temple compound. Nobody, nobody will sacrifice any animal except the pig on these altars from now on. And he desecrates the temple. That was a prototype of the abomination of desolation yet to come. It was... It was foretold 360 years before it ever happened by the prophet Daniel. And Antiochus Epiphanes is that evil, angelic, demonic empowerment indwelling in Antiochus Epiphanes to accomplish politically what Satan wanted to have happen. Failed. God raised up the Maccabees. Matthias, Judas, Maccabee, all the sons, they ran Antiochus Epiphanes out of town. They took back their temple, the reconsecration of the temple. By the way, that's the reason we celebrate Hanukkah, what took place after that. So here in Daniel chapter 10, we see what's happened. What, maybe now this will help you to understand. Satan up there politically trying to control the world. He sent an evil angel into a man, I believe, named Yasser Arafat. I stood closer to Yasser Arafat than I am standing to Wayne Lewis right now. In Jericho, five of us journalists had the opportunity to meet with Yasser Arafat and King Hussein. I am not a mystic. I am not a charismatic. I don't have any special powers. 
But as I looked in the eyes of Yasser Arafat, I could see evil personified. I believe Yasser Arafat in witnessing him for a 15-year period of time, up close sometimes, in his compound where he was in prison, house arrest for three and a half years. I believe Yasser Arafat was totally demonic controlled. What would cause him to send some of his hooded, terroristic Palestinian people into a classroom full of children? And the teacher, accused by Arafat of being a collaborator with Israel, these masked men come in take their machetes out and chop this teacher up in little pieces and take the pieces and throw them in the classroom to hand to those impressionable little children. You collaborate with Israel, we'll do the same thing to you. What would cause him to walk into a graduating class of a group of 13-year-old impressionable girls All of them just have carried their Kalashnikov rifles in a rifle drill, firing them into the air. And Arafat stands before these girls and said, I'm so proud of you. I want you to emulate. And he talks about one of his close compatriots who threw a bomb on a bus full of Jewish people driving from Haifa to Tel Aviv. The bus explodes, throws the people out of the bus. As this female terrorist runs from the bus, she sees a little baby girl on the side of the road still living. She scoops up that little baby girl. She runs back to the burning bus, throws that little baby girl into the burning bus. And Yasser Arafat says to these 13-year-old impressionable girls, be just like her. She's your heroine. The man was totally demonically possessed. Political leaders... Daniel 10, our proof text for how that happens. But not only is Satan going to send his demonic deception to political leaders, he's going to send them to prophetic leaders, preachers. Go to the second book of Corinthians, the 11th chapter. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11... We see the first part of the chapter dealing uh, somewhat with false teachers. And then we come to verse 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 13. Notice what it says here. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. You see that? Satan, an angel of light. That's where his name Lucifer comes in. The bright morning star, the shining light. Satan becomes an angel of light. Notice what it says in verse 15. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, whose ministers? Well, that modifies Satan. Satan's ministers, if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Satan is not only going to dispatch evil angels to take control of political leaders, but prophetic leaders as well. Satan will dispatch evil angels to possess 
men who stand behind the sacred desk and try every way possible to influence the body of Christ, if it were possible, deceiving the very elect. I exhort you every time I get up here, bring your Bibles. Have your Bibles in front of you. Don't take what I say unless it conforms to God's Word. Have the Bible with you. I love what a gentleman said to me just the other night. Hey, you exhorted us to be Bereans. I'm going to be a Berean. I'm going to find out what the book says. Then I'll check back with you and tell you if everything's okay. Praise God. I stand to be corrected if I go against what God's Word says. But that's what's going to happen. As we study God's Word, we become very aware of how Satan and his demons will play a role in the end times. That is the focus of this five-hour audio series, a portion of which we just listened to, that you need to have in your library. It will help you to understand the times in which we're living and the part that Satan and his demons will play in these end times. If you'd like to have your copy, you can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America, 877-674-3298. Or go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall inside our website, and you can make your order of Satan, Demons, and the End Times a prophetic audio five-part series on CD that's available for you to purchase. We'd love to have you study along with us because as we continue to study God's Word, we become more and more aware of the fact that we are indeed living in the end times. You know, the next event to take place in the end times is the rapture of the church. There's no prophecy that has to be fulfilled before the rapture of the church. That could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's basically nothing else for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...